0: Hello, everyone. This is Jorge Luis Rivera, and I'm here with Arana Rodriguez. And we have a guest here to talk about our uh, dance folklorical pillar. Um, We have with us um, Carlos Santoyo. How are you, Carlos?
1: I'm
2: doing fine. How are you
0: guys? Very good. Very good. Thank you for being here with us. Um, So before we start, uh, tell us uh, something about yourself.
1: Okay.
2: My, uh, my, My name is Carlos Francisco Santoyo. And uh, my family's from Sonora, Mexico. And I have uh, three brothers and sisters, and we're all born in different parts of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And uh, my Marta was uh, born in Chiapas. My other sister was in Kilometro uh, 57, right on the line between Sonora and Baja. Mm-hmm. And my other brother is the only American. He is born in Tucson. And by casualidad, I was born in I always say Tenochtitlan, which is a really uh, Mexico city. I like oh, the name. Mexico T.F., and it uh, doesn't exist anymore. Mm. <laughs> they changed it into Chisau, Mexico, right. But it, um, that's where I uh, have some background. I, um, my parents immigrated when I was seven years old, and I grew up in Tucson uh, for about seven years, and then we moved to San Diego. Mm. And um, I, uh, outside of that, I, I can tell you that um, Just figure out what we're doing. Well, let me put it this way. Uh, professionally, uh, I worked in... I'm a, my, I'm a maestro de danza folklorica,
1: mm.
2: baile folkloricos, and uh, I worked for the Sweetwater District for 38 years. I studied dance in tepic Nayarit. I went to two schools uh, for five years during the summers, and there were these classes were six, months, uh, six weeks long. Um, I went to La Imba from 6 in the morning to 10, and in the afternoon to La Academia, the danza mexicana del maestro Guenteo, that was from 4pm to 8pm. So I got a little small title Since I didn't understand the, 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 the system too well, they yeah. gave me a, 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 I guess a título, the uh, promotor de la danza folklorica. Nice. I could ask maestro, but I didn't know how, that's the way they shuffled me around. Anyway, but, uh, I worked 38 uh, years for Seward District. I started a folklorical program. For the Seawater District, uh, and to, I would say that, and the, the one thing that I find interesting is, is that, uh, I was hired as a cultural awareness facilitator originally, but because I taught for and I voluntarily taught it, uh, to, uh, um, at Sweetwater High School and one time at Sadio High. And then I went to Montgomery mm-hmm. High, and uh, the teacher said, "Why don't you apply for this position called Cultural Filter Her name was uh, Gloria Sampson, who eventually became a uh, principal.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, th- I, made, I signed up the application. Um, I went to the big I came back, and th- I got a letter saying I was hired. And that's how I started. And the idea was to bring people who had talent in arts. But what ended up happening is you know, that well, they didn't give me no money to bring, pay artists, but oh. they said. Hey, you know you teach dance, right, can you work with this group, students at this school? Can you come work with the other group? Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening was my job really <laughs> became a, a dance teacher, folklorica teacher. And before you know it, um, by 74, uh, the um, Southwest High, uh, Southwest High um, Elizabeth Cargill was a principal, and she, she was the first principal to include dance folklorica as part of the curriculum, versus being an after-school activity. Mm-hmm. The students got either art, PE, or an academic credit at that time. For many years, that's what they got credit for, for graduation from high school. The next school was Castle Park High School, and then Chula Vista, which eventually became the school of creative performing arts for the Seaboard District, a magnet program, mm-hmm. So you can live anywhere in the district, and you just simply apply, and you're interested in the arts. Oh, you nice. You you get a high school diploma plus a certificate in the arts that you're interested in. Uh, Band acting mm-hmm. uh, choir guitar, mariachi and, and that so uh, that's what i've done outside of that I will tell you that i'm a uh, Vietnam. Uh, i 'm a Vietnam veteran I was in the Marine Corps I was 03-41, which means I was a mortar man.
0: Well, thank you for your service
2: oh, Thank you and I served with Third battalion first Marines and when I got there it was in I was there 68 69 so I got my share of uh, experiences over there, and uh, I think, uh, first of all, I uh, I volunteered. I actually walked away from my school and went into the recruiters. I saw the recruiters and went to the Marine Corps. Uh, I really needed the discipline, and it, it, uh, the military helped me. I, I, like I always say, mm-hmm. the military is not for everyone, and I learned some little lessons there that have, me, have, that have had me persevere and have tenacity do things that, to accomplish things, and that's one thing that I that that, that was uh, that I learned from the military. Uh, I also have a very strong sense of myself, so I didn't get involved in the drugs things. Uh, I made good, good decisions for myself. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that, and just like I went to study. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, that's very. I don't very know what important. else you
2: would like to know.
1: About.
3: So, timeline-wise of your life. When was it when you started getting involved with more art? Or was it just this pillar that no, you started working happened, on?
2: Uh, I, was in, I was in Vietnam 68,
3: 69.
2: Mm-hmm. in 68, 69. In 69, December 69, rele- I was released from the Marine Corps in December. So in the year 70, uh, the first thing I did was actually go to back to a um, super so we adult to get a high school mm-hmm. diploma. And while I was there, at Team Classes, I heard about uh, the Chicano Park. So hmm. the next day I got up early in the morning and went to see what was happening.
1: <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> so I became involved. My connection with this community is this. I actually went to Memorial Junior High. Oh. Mm-hmm. So right here in, uh, in the Logan Heights. And so, but then my parents moved to National City mm-hmm. and I went to Sweetwater High School. Anyways, um, um I, I got in, uh, I, I saw what was happening and, and um, I knew this, day, um, Joe Gomez,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and how he motivated people to get you know, start uh, digging up uh, the land, yes. and planting the things. And it was kind of interesting idea. I had never been politicized or anything like that. Later, I saw a folk political program at Kimball Park during the Maytime Review, and it was a dance group that performed, and I'd never seen folk political and I said to myself, I want to learn how to do that. And I realized that I was like 20 years old. <laughs> okay? And... Um, so, now I was actually, uh, yeah, 20 years old, and I had actually uh, something in me. I like music and I like dance, just social dancing, but then I something caught my eye, and I said, I want to learn how to do that. And trying to communicate with the director, um, from that May, by June or July, I met, uh, they were giving classes here at St. Nance,
1: mm-hmm.
2: here in Logan Heights, and La Familia Enrique were the ones that were teaching it. Now, the older sisters, Esmeralda and Carla, were my first dance teachers. So I started attending uh, the classes and started getting involved with the group. And that's how I got initiated. Now I didn't start when I was young, I started like when I was 20 years old. And so, uh, from that, I was with the group about a year and a half or so, and then, um, another thing that was happening during that time frame was that, uh, the Enriquez were involved with the Toltecas, Los Toltecas and Atslan, which is the, the committee that formed the Census Cultural de la Raza. And so there was uh, some of the people there, the, the initial people, I was one of the co-members representing uh, the group. The yes. Familia Rica was also there. So um, I got involved in that. And uh, the first centro Cultural was the, the Ford Building, which is you now the Aerospace Museum. Yeah. That, that's what we had. And um, uh, so that was the original Fort building, uh, building. In the process of uh, trying to establish a centro Cultural, uh, I think they used to have a program called Models. San Diego Model Feliz, or something like that, at that time. Um, eventually, they ended up giving us the, the round tank, the, wa- the water tank. Ramon Leva and myself, uh, who was a member of the Ballet Folklore um, when they gave us it, we went, we went to the four Building. There was no lockdown, so we walked in and we started sweeping it. We swept the whole thing. <laughs> kind of cleaned, clean and So that's what we did, and we just locked it up. Uh, we, we closed it and we, we left. So that's, and so, you, you see, I was, um uh, El Ballet Folklorico en Aslan, as I'm a familiar the and, 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 and when I was part of that, uh, one of the original members of the Sofia the So that's how I got involved in dance. I ended up going to Southwestern College, and then, uh, they started a folklorico, there was a folklorico pro- program started by a, a girl named, um, Aranda, Sonia Aranda, and there was a, uh, a professor called, uh, a clinical counselor, actually, uh, Carlos Ugale, and I became friends. So we started putting programs together for, for the school when I was attending there. And from that, Carlos Ugale said, you know what, there's a folklorico in uh, Alvaroja in Tijuana, this teacher named Daniel Castellanos. Okay. And so I went. So every Tuesday and Thursday, we went to, to Tijuana. And we started performing with the, I started performing with that group. And the teacher said, uh, that was... Um, in 72 this, now it was like 72, he said, hey, he told the, the members of the group, anybody want to go study dance? You know, I, I've uh, studied in, in the Ciudad Mexico, mm-hmm. and i studied in Guadalajara, and yeah. Tepic Negueri gives you the same training, and it's less expensive. And um, so out of the group, a girl went and her mother, and I, myself, I only had like $200. Huh. So I spent the whole summer there for, 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 for $200. Oh, wow. And uh, unfortunately, uh, that's when I got introduced to La Inba and and La Casa de la Cultura. Mm-hmm. And, I la Inba, was just Casa de la Cultura at Tepic um and then La Academia Mexicana, Maestro Buenteo. Um, unfortunately, El Maestro uh, Castellanos, uh, he actually was a teacher at uh, at uh, Lázaro cardenas de mm-hmm. Tijuana, La Preparatoria. And with that group, there was a group of teachers that were together, and I hung around with them. <laughs> and so there were actually teachers uh, um, uh, from Lázaro Carnes, Agustin Meza, uh, uh, he biology, uh, León, with mathematics, and um, another, uh, Saúl, um, I think with literature, Spanish literature. And, and what they do is that the teachers, the teachers from Mexico, once they get assigned to a school, they have to get a maestria, a master's, so what they do, oh, they nice. go like, six summers to the University of the Nayarit and the Nayarit, and then they uh, they give them their title. But one of the requirements is that they have to have dance, mm. and so they either, so they either go to Lima, they go mm-hmm. to like Guanteo School, and that re- fulfills that requirement for their degree for masters. And so that's how how I got involved in that. And when I came back, I voluntarily, like I said before, had helped Sweetwater uh, High mm-hmm. and uh, Montgomery High and. And that led to my hire getting hired, and I started for uh for the school district in essence, and it kind of just grew and even the, my former students who became actual teachers uh, you know they had they were like Spanish teachers or they taught something else, but they allowed them to teach for like one of their subjects on the yeah. side uh, or on school I should say and um, but I got admire and. They took the initiative to do that themselves. It's credit mm-hmm. themselves, you see what I mean? Yeah, I might have been their teacher, but I kind of admire what they did. Yeah. that they did something on their own initiative and offered that to their students. The, uh, nice. the teachers were uh, the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Lorena teaches at Sweetwater High School, still, uh, her brother uh, Daniel is at uh, Marvista High. And he, he uh, we retired from college. He's still teaching, but he doesn't have a political mark. Um, Lorena's still there. Um, Andrea Martinez Hassan, who teaches at uh, Otai Ranch High School. She was at the High School. Oh, the Topetas were students of mine when they were at the National City Junior High School. Huh. When they were called Junior High School, middle school. And then, uh, who else? The, oh, and Ana Maria Flores. Oh, nice, nice. Nana Maria Flores was uh, teaching at Southwest High School. She took over the class that I had. Mm-hmm. But she was a, a very good literature teacher. Nice. Espanol. But she took over that, that, uh, those classes. And so that's an example. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay,
0: um, okay. And Carlos, what would you say that influenced you to create Chicano art?
2: I think what it is is this. Remember that the, one of the things about the Chicano movement was our identity. Mm-hmm. First of all, we have a history here with the United States. We're yes. bad. Whether Mexico likes it or the United States likes it or they don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, We have a history. Mm-hmm. We're part of that history. Yes. And I think what it, we want to do is, is to, um, the biggest issue, in, uh, there were many fronts. And uh, one of them was education. That's why, it, it, because of the language issue. Mm-hmm. Uh Another one was uh, social services for us. Mm-hmm. like uh, the, this, um, the Casa uh, Neighborhood House here. We're mm-hmm. using the foundation for the, yeah. children, there were issues with the police. Um, and, and getting adequate uh, uh, things for ourselves. And also uh, in the field, the people that feed us, the farm workers, you know, was very important. And so, but we we have to recognize that that, that uh, we're part of the United States.
0: Mm-hmm
2: just become a problem, it them even have to give up who we are as people.
0: Exactly.
1: You
2: know, like I served in, in the Armed force of the United States, you know, I wanted to defend the United States. It didn't mean I have to give up my identity.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And just like uh, uh, the Scottish, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of funerals, they play the, the uh, in military funerals, they'll play the bat, the, uh, what do you call them, the bagpipe. Mm-hmm, the and that's a very Scottish tradition, but now it's more like an American tradition. Yeah. So so there's no difference between them taking pride if you're Italian or whatever, but you still fight, you know, for keeping our nation together.
0: Exactly. But I
2: had to do with identity. Uh, I think one of the things that, that um, uh, is recognizing that we're our, we are we are a people,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: you have mm-hmm. you have to take that in Yes.
1: That
2: we contribute to the welfare of the United States, and um, and also we want to also have the same benefits. as, 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 as um, equal access to, to education, okay. you know, equal and equitable ac- education, and that was a big, big problem. The thing that I feel is that it's not, it's not like giving, it's the idea of having the opportunity, but one is the one that you are the one individual that makes it happen. Okay. It's not like you're going to give it to me, you have to make it work yeah. for you, and that's what you have to do. Um, la danza. La Danza was part of the, uh, one of the big things they were trying to promote back there, it was Folklorico got, got, got involved in, in uh, the school system because it was a way of trying to apacihuat or tr- try to tranquil the, the, the uh, what he called, the, uh, the waters of the, of the Chicago students mm-hmm. and, and the, they were walkouts. My first wife walked out from Castle Park High School on the third day would be suspended and everything else, but there were, there were issues here at the Superior District, too. Not only in Mineridale, not only in L.A. Yeah. There were issues here. And even when I was hired, there were still some issues. And. Um,
0: there were still issues. Yeah, there's still issues today.
2: But I think what it is, it, it's you know, giving the student an opportunity that w- w- a sense of self-esteem,
1: that
2: you are valuable.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I always tell my students, don't forget who you are. Never forget who you are because you have a language, you have traditions, you have culture.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know? And if I've, uh, I take pride in being Mexican, but I also contribute to, to the United States because I'm part of the country I live here. I live here.
3: So, going, going, going off of that message, what is the story or message that you hope to tell through your pillar?
2: I think the story for the pillar. Is uh, cultural identity. that We're a people. We have pro- we have we have culture and traditions. Um, one of the ideas is that we uh, that was, what do you call it? Is promoting uh, cultural awareness.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That we're just a distinct group of people, and actually, we're a very di- culturally we're a very diverse group of people. We're not all the same. You in Mexico, you look at all the regional styles yes. there, and they conflict with each other. <laughs> so
1: different,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so different. But the idea that one thing that unites us is, is this idea of, of uh, that we have la danza, mm-hmm. and it kind of tries to incorporate everybody, every who we are through, through the different styles of dances that we are. I, I think that would be the biggest thing that, that I would say is the, is the, the unity through the cultural arts, and also to. By performing, we try to um, let other people understand us better, Mm -hmm. this cultural understanding. Um, What makes us kind of a unique group of people, but at the same time, we have to appreciate who we are, but we also have to appreciate other people for who they are. Mm -hmm. They can't be like us. Yes. You know, they're just them They're just accepting each other.
0: So regarding your career, um, what, are, what do you think is the most important thing that we should know about your organization and what you've done in relationship to the Pillar?
2: To the Pillar? Well, uh, one of the things that the Pillar does is does this. From the time that uh, the Chicano movement started here, especially here in San Diego, we realized that the Pillar, uh, the basis for, uh, one of the things that, that the Pillar recognizes is La Famina Ricas. Mm-hmm. And they're coming from San Antonio, they established them here, but they left, they left, uh, by teaching folklorico, they oh. planted seeds. Oh, I see. They, mm-hmm. they planted seeds. I'm one of those seeds that sprouted and went on and did something, but I always have to... Well, one of many, I hope. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what happened is that, is that, uh, uh, I give, I give them credit, you know, what credit. is due mm-hmm. because I, I recognize them that, uh, that I benefited from what they, what they did, but then I went on and did something for them, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. for what I taught on my own.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Out of that, okay, I may mean have, I have um, I've done for political for all these years. One of my former students, my um, name is Rosa Gonzalez, is in Fresno. And when she was a student, my mine was at high school, she said, Mr. Santoya, I want to do what you do. Oh, yes. So she, she graduated, she went to UCLA, mm-hmm. she spent a year in, uh, in Veracruz, studying the guaguas, los voladores, and she actually wrote a thesis and she gave me a copy of it. And she graduated from, so I went to graduation. So she went to Fresno and she did exactly what I did for her district. Now do you have about six or seven high schools that offer for in Fresno. So you see, I did it here. Another little...
0: One little seed,
1: you know, yeah, planted all these trees. That's so, awesome. but it goes
2: back all the way back, traces back to the Enriquez. The had a lot to do here uh, with the um, with the movement in the arts, especially in Danza, and also with uh, uh, with the sense cultural de la Raza. And your families have been our teachers. I think the and dar la recognizing that uh, what how they helped me, mm-hmm. and I eventually helped others other other people succeed yeah that's
0: also that awesome. part of
2: the roots
3: when did when did you start the pillar or in, and how long did it take what years were these
2: well the, uh, this pillar mm-hmm. I think is a, is a project started like uh, sometime in the summer last year
3: oh so this is yeah, th- this, this one's the, recent yeah, the
2: pillars are, are all recent
3: oh that's right yeah and
2: what what it is is that is that I guess they, they, they recognize the art works a pillar Mm-hmm. Uh, La danza del, del maestro, I always call him, uh, uh danza azteca.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I call este, Mario, uh, he, he, I, uh, he's, a, he's a, captain, azteca, so I call him, uh, uh, Mario, este, Mario Aguilar. I call him, uh, 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 PhD captain azteca. Oh, <laughs> <Tony's laughs> so awesome. yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like though. that. So it's very good. what he's done for him, he's done mm-hmm. a lot for the community too. Then on the side, over here you have the music. And, uh, uh, and also, like, the people that, that was la Mojados, who started in Chunky. <laughs> when you knew Chunky, Chunky was married to, uh, Elizabeth.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay? So I know them. So we were, we all knew each other when we were, <laughs> like, back in, back when we were young and restless, I guess. <laughs> we oh, were. wow. But it's okay. interesting how, how things have, spread and mm-hmm. gone up. Mm-hmm. And there's other people to be recognized, the Brown and, and also the, the Union. Yes. You know, the, the other pillars. Yes. So there's other people that have been involved. Now, I've, uh, I was here a very short while, and I w- once I started working, when you you get absorbed <laughs> in mm-hmm. what you're doing, but I always had kind of like, once in a while, we'll come back and see what's going on here. To yeah. Cultural, oh. and to the Cultural, there's connections.
0: Yes. Carlos, uh, in, re- in regards to the Chicano Park and Cultural Center Museum, what does that represent for you?
2: <clears throat> the Chicano
1: Movement.
2: Mm. It represents the Chicano Movement. And the people willing uh, uh, standing up for themselves, or we standing up for ourselves? Okay, and and, and it's, it's grounded, and like I said, we're something. we people to be valued. We have a history here, and this is part of the history exactly. of who we are here. Yes, and there's people who who families that have been more than one generation here at uh, at uh, Logan Heights. You see, and uh, and they can talk tell you about when they had the cannery here. Uh, before they built the bridge. Uh, the people that, that got displaced when they built the highway, yes, mm-hmm. you know, that was before I was, I, was, I, I came here in 60, uh, we moved from Tucson in 63. Oh, wow. So I went to Montgomery, I mean, I went to uh, Memorial Junior High in yeah. 64. Oh. That affected.
3: Yeah. So based off of that, what would you say are some of the most important struggles that you and your organization has faced Throughout the years that you've seen in Chicano Park,
2: <clears throat> I guess the, the first struggle was, was trying to um, establish the uh, 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 Chicano Park itself,
1: mm-hmm.
2: to establish the uh, Pintorco de la Casa.
0: Yes,
2: those are the two two big uh, icons that we have here uh, from the Chicano movement. Um, the other, the other, the, the biggest issue is funding for, for the programs. Mm-hmm. And we have a source of funding to keep them alive. Um, right, uh, I, I, mean, I really don't know how, how, uh, whether the city still, still, uh, um, how the museum or the central are, are, are being funded. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, it's through, um, the city or to other other, other other private funds outside of federal, I have no idea. Because I have, like I said, I've been involved in other things. The people who can talk more of that or the people that are local, mm-hmm. I think that's a struggle. The other thing is, is um, uh, making the community aware of, 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 uh, of this place. Uh, one thing is, um, just like people visit uh, Babo Park, how mm-hmm. to get people here.
1: Yeah, if yeah, people hear so they
2: can see the museum and what's going on, um, uh, what kind of activities they have to bring mm-hmm. people to the museum? That would be the struggles. I know that uh, we still have struggles with uh, uh, social services. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the big big thing is, is the immigration, mm-hmm. and the big Im- immigration uh, issues that. Uh, yeah. Because of, of the political changes and sometimes it sometimes sometimes it, the solutions are very obvious but they don't they don't do nothing. I don't. I don't sometimes think. it's about it's more about how uh, I say it's almost like um,
0: yeah. let <laughs> eso, eso. just
2: keep it like this.
0: Carlos, you know, um so many in our community, so many people have suffered racism and trauma in their lives as we know. Uh, in what ways you think the pillar is providing a bridge towards healing for them? That's
2: a that's an interesting question.
0: You I mentioned. Think, well, I, I, yeah, go ahead. yeah, you mentioned uh, identification. You know, for them to yeah. feel it like. I,
2: I, I think. You have uh, part part of part of uh, uh, is our, our is our identity who we are mm-hmm. as people. Yeah. But within that id identity is self esteem. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And and sometimes uh, in um, relationships or when people um, it goes more into the psychology. You know the psychology of of. of, of, of people being um, abusive of one another,
1: mm-hmm.
2: for, or putting down people, uh, is trying to uh, teach people how to uh, stand up to other or how to manage manage racism, how to manage, uh, how to get help or to seek help. Um, that would be another part of the more social, psychological yes. part of, of what maybe this, this museum can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what outreaches they have. Uh, maybe the, the museum, it focuses more on the cultural art, but I don't know if the, to the Chicano uh, Federation, they have those kind of services that mm-hmm. could maybe also be offered here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: If you could say anything to the new generation of people that are doing the community work in Chicano Park and in similar areas of art, what would you say to these young people?
2: I, I guess it would uh like I said always before, never forget who you are mm-hmm. <laughs> never forget who you are, and uh you 're valuable. Uh, I realize that that he, that uh, the time frame that I live is very different from the time frame because society is changing, and the values that I have uh they're not the values of today and but some sometimes you have to think about the kind of values that they 're teaching you, whether they're, they're they are um they're misplaced or they're correct, mm-hmm. and the issue that we have now is that well, you know, I'm so that you can't tell me what whose values are you, yours, mine, exactly. someone else's. Exactly. Are are there central values that are, that 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 are more more straighter than others? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people ca- kind of warp this way or that way yeah. with, with certain things, and then affects and and affects generations. Yeah, it, it does affect generation. Um, you have to stay strong I, I, uh, one of the things that I, I always say is you have to always have a strong sense of yourself a strong sense of yourself I learned I learned something very valuable for me not to get carried away by that mm-hmm. because facts come and go or, or ideas and sometimes these are wrong ideas so mm-hmm. we kind of fall into them when I was uh, in in the uh, third or fourth grade once I finally ca- Speak some English uh, at uh, Homer Davis Elementary where I went to, uh, to school in Tucson. There was, a, there was a group of boys, about eight or ten of us, that in recent would get together. And the leader was Tommy. He was a big, you know, big guy. He pushed push everybody around and boss everybody around and everything. And so you know, what we would do, sometimes we would, we would go to recent, sometimes we would do dog, uh-huh. we would dog pilots, right? You throw each other on top of each other, yeah, you're at the <laughs> bottom. But you can't do those kind of games anymore, but that's what we did. <laughs> we were yes. roughing it, we were rough, we were rough. <laughs> and our, I would play things like that, and sometimes we just get a ball. Mm-hmm. And to see, boys always challenge each other how high they could kick. See kick it oh. Or we form a circle, and just at random kick it back and forth, okay? But well, one day, we formed a circle and kicking it back and forth, and a few boys showed up to the school and he, you know, he wanted to be part of the group. Mm-hmm. So Tommy said, okay, so he, keyed, he joined the circle. So we started it ra- kicking the ball at random, back and forth, and then Tommy got the idea to kick it at him. Because it's a difference Fair when enough. you kick it to you, when kick it to you or, or to kick it at, at you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he kicked at him to hit him, and he hit him, the guy got kind of upset about it, a bit, but he, he wanted to still be part of the group, he continued. And then he started kicking back at random, and then another boy did the same thing. He got upset a little bit. Uh, but he wanted to stay, she stayed with the group, okay. Then I remember I was thinking, should I do it, should I do it? And the ball came to me and I said to myself, so, should I kick it? Huh. I And I kicked it at him. I hit him with it, right? Uh-oh. And then the bell rang. And so we all run back to school, I mean back to class. Huh. So we went to class, we were sitting there, and the teacher started teaching, and then the door opens. And there was an administrator come in, Uh-oh. it was a student, and then, and then the boy,
1: Oh you, oh. you, you. <laughs> so, we, so
2: we followed the administrator to the office. But so they scolded us about being you know, about not being friendly and all that. Mm-hmm. And then we crossed the hall and they had the multi purpose room, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they had the, yeah? And they took out the board of education. You know what the board of oh, education wow. is? Okay. Mm-hmm. People punish right? So what happened was uh, well, you know, they they it again, and then they said they made you uh, bend down, t- you know, touch t- 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 your ankles, mm-hmm. and they swatted Tommy three oh, times, wow. three times, wah, wah, wah. and he started to cry, you know. Okay, he went. All right, then the next guy, and they said t- same thing, they whacked him three times, he started to cry. Then it came my turn. Oh Lord. And they whacked me three times. I didn't cry.
0: Uh oh.
2: I didn't cry. Well, I've been belted by my father for so pain was nothing. <laughs> 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 no, but you know, but that, that doesn't mean. It. And and um, anyway, but it was funny, but then, then I, I started thinking, I said, you know what, never follow the crowd.
1: Yeah. There you go. I never
2: followed the crowd after that. Okay. Just because they, and and that led to the drug thing, doing, mm-hmm. uh, ripping people off and doing those kind of things. I, I didn't want yeah. nothing to do with it. I just, that's when, hey, you have to have a strong sense of yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not to do, when you see that it's wrong, it's just wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You walk away. That's the, that's one lesson that I have that I would tell. Generations.
0: Good. Think, thank you. That's a good think one. Think
2: for
0: themselves. Yeah. Yes, thank you for that. Uh, Carlos, if you will have to choose a song in regards to the pillar that identifies the pillar, what song okay. will that be?
3: I know, that's a hard one. It's, yes. a, big, it's a big one. Yes. yes. Okay. If you have yes. multiple songs, if you have even just an artist or yeah. just anything, you know. That's a, that's
2: a, that's a really tough one. I have so much, so many folklorico song melodies that I, I really, really enjoy. Um, from Yucatan, it would be Zapatiar.
0: Yes, from them. Yucatan,
2: from Veracruz. Cruz, uh, and by no
1: chance, Oh, La Jalisco?
2: But mm-hmm. well, yes, has many strong, strong, strong sounds. The one that I that that, uh, that I use as a base to teach my mm-hmm. s- my technique was always mm. La Mariquita.
1: Mm.
2: But other than that, the son de la mariquita would be el gusto. Oh,
0: okay.
2: So, it's so inspiring. Um, from uh from Nuevo León, maybe I would say Flores, probably Morena.
0: Oh, yes, I like that one.
2: Uh, let me see. like uh, yeah, that one, too. Oh, from Tierra Caliente. Mariquita, quita, quita. There's so many. Uh, Costa, Chica.
1: Mm.
2: Costa Chica. Costa Chica. Costa Chica. Wow. Uh, I think it's Yo Soy El Negro.
0: Oh. Never heard of that yeah.
3: one. I, th- I think we're gonna, we're gonna yeah. have to make a, a playlist or something. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and there we are can. So <laughs> many. You know
2: what, uh, the thing about Folklorico, you can be all these people.
0: Yeah?
2: Yes, that's all these That We're very culturally diverse, our mm-hmm. music, and it's always changing and evolving. Mm-hmm. The way that I, ta- I was taught dance and how I saw dance like 60 years ago, it's very different now. What I considered Sinaloa back then, the music, traditional music Sinaloa, you know, it has completely changed, become more pop, contemporary, so, and they call it traditional,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. but uh, a lot of it has Mm -hmm. been, uh, since the Mexican Revolution, has been, has evolved. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, we're almost approaching the end. Do you have any, any last thoughts or anything else that you want to say? It could be in regards to danza, baile folklorico, it could be in regards to the pillar, just about you in general, anything you want to talk about?
2: Well, I, I guess what I would say like to say is that I'm uh, grateful for the familia, familia Enriquez, mm-hmm. and Enriquez Carla will be my first dance teachers and uh, that they inspired me. And uh, to to continue. And I've gone to the picnic and maestro uh, Daniel Castellanos who took me to the and unfortunately he died over there in a car crash. And um and from there I carried on my own. And I admire the uh, I have to admire the the, those Mm students, former students of mine, who 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 continue the tradition of the Mm folklore. And I I guess it would be um, I recognize my mother.
1: Oh, mm, that's nice.
2: My father, mi (laughs) mamá grande, and mi
0: Oh, that's sweet.
2: uh, we're very special. Yeah,
3: I think it's important to acknowledge your roots and where you came from the people that taught you everything you need to know because through experiences I think that's where true Mm -hmm. true learning is and you can educate um, even more people yeah
0: that's who you are Carlos, thank you so much thank for your you. service to the United States and for your service to the Latino and Chicano community here. And we appreciate you, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Have yeah. a good day. Uh,
2: muchas gracias por la
3: invitación. Yeah, we're so gracias. Gracias. So, again, this was Carlos Santoya, Arana Rodriguez, and, and Jorge Luis Rivera. Thank gracias. you so much. Gracias.
1: Okay. Thank you.